Welcome to the Nas Red Podcast, or Nas Red Talks About Movies, a place where movies are discussed. Friends, I am so sorry. I, I am so deeply apologetic. You know, I look at the numbers for this podcast, and I have a good chunk of subscribers now. And last week, I promised that we were going to do an episode where Jason and I, Jason Lanier White, who has done the podcast many times, he contributes and he's our martial arts expert, he was going to come and we were going to watch the final episode of this season of Into the Badlands and we were going to recap the season and recap the episode and talk about what we wanted for the next season because we, Jason and I, we really love that show. It's really fun. And that's what we were going to do. And to keep it sort of tethered to movies, we were going to talk a little bit about uh, Black Mask, the, the Jet Li movie. And... Uh, our schedules got mishy. Jason had a bunch of auditions that he had to, you know, knock out and stuff. And so we couldn't do it. And then, so then like last night, I, you know, this weekend I had watched a ton of horror movies just, just because. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll just talk about these horror movies. But the problem was I, I was totally high. Like I, I smoked all day, you know, it's kind of my spring break right now. And I was just completely high and I recorded maybe like five minutes and I was like, oh God, this is not working, you know, because I, again, I genuinely enjoy doing this podcast. It gives me a lot of joy. And as much as I love smoking weed, it does not make for a good podcast host. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I either talk too fast or I'm too spacey or this and that, or I'm amused with everything and I get distracted. So it just didn't work. So then I told my brother, I was like, you know what, it, you know, quality over quantity, I would rather not do a podcast than do something where I'm high or I'm not giving anything of value to the listener because the fact that you listen means a lot like the fact that you would take time out of your busy life or whatever whoever you may be guy girl man or whatever it means a lot that you would you would listen to 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 me you know what i mean to, to me and my friends when they come over it's it's i i enjoy doing this podcast i really love it and i just don't want the trust between yourself and myself to be broken because I didn't release this podcast episode at 7 a.m. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you some things of value, okay? The first few things that I can give you is, well, first of all, I'm going to review an anime, and then I'm going to give you a couple of horror film recommendations, and then I'm going to tell you a true story about the time that I saw Jamie Lee Curtis's nipples in person, okay? Bing, bang, boom. I'm going to give you those three things and stuff, and hopefully that has some value and you enjoy those things. Now, the uh, three horror films that I saw over the weekend uh, were quite fun. I saw this one called... Well, okay, the first one that I'm going to talk about, I just I watched it last night, and, you know... <clears throat> excuse me. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but, like, when I was a kid, I used to love going to the horror section of uh, video stores, and I would freak myself out by looking at the covers and imagining what kind of horrific movie this was. And one of those movies that I used to always look at the cover but was too scared to, uh, to rent it as a boy... Uh, was Tales from the Dark Side, and I finally saw it, and it was really fun. The the you know I I'm a huge sucker for anthology horror, like I love Creepshow. I think Creepshow is my favorite horror film ever. I I watch it a lot, and uh, Tales from the Dark Side was kind of a Creepshow knockoff, I guess. But I think, you know, and I wish I was more prepared for this. I think some of the stories in Creepshow in uh, Tales from the Dark Side because it's three stories. 
I think they were meant for Creepshow and they didn't make the cut or something. And so they made uh, they, they made it a part of Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Dark Side, again, it's an anthology horror film. And the wraparound device is there's this little boy and he's held captive by Debbie Harry from Blondie, who's so beautiful and talented and funny and charismatic and stuff. And she is preparing to eat him. And so he has this book that is full of scary stories. And so to sort of stall her, he tells her the scary stories. And it's sort of, you know, like each story is, you know, we watch the story. The first story, and I'm going to digress a little, but the first story, I was amazed by how many stars were in this film. There's, a, you know, I mentioned Debbie Harry. There's Julianne Moore, Steve Buscemi. Uh, who was the other dude? There was another guy. I forgot. I totally forgot. Because, again, I was completely high. Uh, there was another guy. Fuck. I wish I remembered. But it was like Steve Buscemi and somebody else, some fucking guy. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I apologize. This is, this is an apologetic podcast today. Because, you know, I'll get back to Tales from the Dark Side. But I imagine some, some kid... Like, listen to the last episode, you know, and he's like, oh, man, next week, Jason and Nas, the coolest guys are going to talk about Into the Badlands, my favorite show. And they're also, as a cherry on top, they're going to talk about Black Mask. And now that kid is fucking disappointed and he hates my guts. I'm sorry, kid. I apologize. I'm sorry. But let me get you back. I'm going to tell you about the, the story of Jamie Lee Curtis's nipples. And I'm going to give you all of these uh, 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 movie recommendations. And I'm going to review uh, an anime. But back to Tales from the Dark Side. It, there was a lot of stars in it. There was it, it was really good. And the last story was really cool. Uh, the other film that I saw was Pieces. And the tagline for Pieces is... It's exactly what you think it is. And it really is. It was. It's this really wonderful Spanish horror film from, I think, 1983 or 84 or one of those. And, you know, anybody that, that follows, like, Italian horror films, like Giallo, that's how they pronounce it, Giallo, uh, Giallo, anybody that likes Giallo films, uh, which are, like, you know, Italian murder m mysteries or, um, you know, like, uh, Italian zombie film, anybody that likes Italian films would really, and if you have that sort of palette in you, you know, to appreciate Italian horror films, you would really, really flip for pieces just because it's like a Spanish Giallo. And it, 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 it's, you know, uh, I when I think of Jalos, I think of style, I think of music, I think of all blood, I think of hot supermodel looking European chicks and stuff like that. And the the charm of pieces is it's completely unhinged. It's it's so crazy, and the the vibe is insane. It's a really fun film. It's really trashy. It's really great. I really really enjoyed it. And the other film. Uh, horror film that I saw this weekend, which was a lot of fun, was Sleepaway Camp. I've never seen that film. I've heard about it a million times, and I know there's like a bunch of sequels and stuff. But do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp and you're into teen slasher movies from the 80s and stuff, really do yourself a favor and check this film out because it really is fun. And I don't want to give anything away, but the, the ending is pretty outrageous and stuff and uh speaking of pieces and sleepaway camp uh sleepaway camp uh is really they have a really really beautiful blu-ray uh released by shout factory and pieces was released by grindhouse releasing and tales from the crypt i just saw on netflix now let me give you a formal movie review 
and it'll be really brief because I'm I'm a few weeks removed from this film. But uh, about two weeks ago, Jesse Sanchez, who has done the podcast, he's a contributor to the podcast and stuff, he hit me up and he said, hey, there's this anime that made more money than Spirited Away and Titanic in Japan. Do you want to go see it? And I said, yes, of course, Jesse, let's go see it. So we went to go see it. It's called Your Name. Very beautiful film. You know, it's not from Studio Ghibli or anything, but it was absolutely beautiful. It was such a good story. It was so great. And soon I'm going to give you my my ice cream cone rating. You know, on the podcast, we have a rating system of 10 ice cream cones from 1 to 10. And then if the movie completely blows you away, it's either a banana split or an ice cream sundae. So I went to go see this movie with Jesse. We went to go to the, this theater in downtown and it was released by Funimation, that, you know, that company that does all the animes and stuff. And just a little side you know, story to give you some sort of uh, narrative of, of when I went to see it. We go to see it, and it's, I think it was like a 7.30 showing and stuff. And I first went to Jesse's house, we hung, Jesse's place, we hung out at his place talking about movies and stuff, and then we took an Uber to the theater. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, we're, the movie starts, the movie begins, you know. And it's like 10 seconds in, and this couple behind us keeps talking. Like, you know, just kind of making noises and stuff. And I was going to give it a few minutes. And if they kept talking, I would have been like, shh, you know, like just kind of, hey, can you can you keep it down? Jesse right away turns around like a sin- the cinematic gangster that Jesse is. He turns around and is like, can we watch the movie, please? Thank you. And he turns around and they shut the hell up real quickly. And uh, I got to hand it to Jesse. That's a that's a pretty boss move because it's so I don't like it when people talk during movies. I hate it when I go with someone and even they talk during the movie and stuff. I, I hate it for me. Going to the movie is like going to church. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's a sacred thing. So it's like don't talk, especially at the beginning, because that's when your mind is fresh and it's taking in this lovely work of art about your name. When Jesse told me the basic premise i was a little wary because you know when i went to his pad before we went to see it i didn't know anything about the film i had no idea what it was about i just knew it was called your name and it was an anime and it made a a boatload of money more than a boatload of money in japan so i went to so i asked jesse so what do you know about this and he said all i know is that it's body swapping and I thought, oh man, it's body swapping like fucking Freaky Friday. What is that? You know, and nothing against Freaky Friday, but I just thought, you know, for when, when someone tells you th- th- this movie made more money than Titanic in Japan, you don't know what to expect. So when someone says, oh, it's body swapping, you think Freaky Friday and you think, well, how is that so crazy that it would make all this money? But it, it, it takes the premise of body swapping and it sort of runs with it and i have to say the 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 story was interesting the characters you wanted to spend a lot of time with them they were very likable they were basically kids in high school and stuff really cool kids really you know and the basic story is there's this girl in and i'm not going to give anything away because the it's a, it's it's a delightful film to to watch it and and uh, as the plot sort of unfolds before you and stuff and i heard uh you know usually when i do a podcast review or something like that i don't look at other reviews because I don't want to to affect, you know, my opinion and stuff. And I didn't expect myself to to cover this on the podcast because this is kind of an emergency episode because, you know, uh, Jason again, Jason and I are our schedules got mishy, whatever that means. Uh, but uh, fuck, what, what was I gonna say? 
Oh, uh, I heard that there was a comparison to Nicholas Sparks with this anime. And I've only seen The Notebook, and it was whatever. Uh, I have nothing uh, against Nicholas Sparks. I, I really have nothing against those type of stories and stuff. So maybe that was an apt description. But it's very, very, very interesting, very romantic, very, you know, it, it makes you feel the way you used to feel when you were young. It was a beautiful film. Did I tear up? No. I'm... And I'm not throwing Jesse under the bus by saying this, but Jesse teared up. There is there are a few parts where it is very moving. The the soundtrack, which, you know, thank God for technology because I was able to rip it from YouTube, uh, is beautiful. There's a one piano song uh, called uh, Date 2 or Second Date or something because a character is having a second date in it. And it's very moving. It's very beautiful. Your name. How many ice cream cones do I give your name? I will give it a, and this is the first time that this has happened on the podcast, and I'm so happy. It's a momentous occasion. I am giving it an ice cream sundae or a banana split because it really, it moved me. It really did move me. Not to tears, but I, I, I really felt I like I enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. It was really beautiful. Now let me tell you. Okay, so that's that. Okay, so pieces. Check it out. Sleepaway Camp. Check it out. Tales from the Dark Side. Check it out. Your name. Check it out. It's an ice cream Sunday film. Now let me give you some real, true story. Okay, because I'm really sorry. Again, we we were supposed to talk about Into the Badlands. I genuinely apologize, and. When I tell you this story, I don't want you to think I'm being pervy or lecherous or anything. I'm just telling you this thing that happened when I was young, and it might be of interest to you, because I imagine, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I imagine you have the same sensibilities as I. And so if you have the same sensibilities as I, you have seen Halloween, you know who Laurie Strode is, and you love Jamie Lee Curtis. And I'm not, you know, I don't want this to be disrespectful or anything. This is just a silly little funny story that happened to me when I was a younger man. My father, when I was 18, bought a shop called Montalvo on Montana. And this shop is a tailoring shop. We still own it. And I help him a lot at this shop. And, you know, it's a, a tailoring shop. And the first time, just to give you sort of a, a, a context of what kind of clientele sort of comes in and out of this shop. The first time I ever went there, I went to the back of the shop and there were all these clothes, right? And I look at one of the clothes... And on the ticket, it said David Mamet. Now, if you don't know who David Mamet is, I, I we need to talk, okay? David Mamet wrote Glengarry Glenn Ross. He's a playwright. He's a screenwriter. He's a filmmaker. He is the, the man. He really is. A fucking plane is going by, but that's okay. That's okay. So I look at, look at this ticket, and it says David Mamet. And my dad, you have to understand this about my dad. My dad so doesn't care about Hollywood or actors or, or even movies. I mean, he enjoys movies from time to time. But he doesn't care. Like, he just does his thing and stuff. I said, Dad, David Mamet? And he's like, who's David Mamet? And I said, uh, this is like a, a, a serious playwright man. And, uh, you know, and at the time I was really, you know, in high school, I got into Paul Thomas Anderson and stuff like that. And, you know, listening to Paul Thomas Anderson talk, he mentioned David Mamet a lot and stuff. And, you know, it was around this time that I had seen Glengarry Glenn Ross, which is just an amazing film. And, you know, and so this dude comes in big guy, like, like, I don't mean like, uh, 
like uh, uh, chubby or, or or something like like he he has a, a a largeness to him you know and so my dad agreed you know that same day that i saw his his clothing and saw the ticket uh my father um said oh i have to meet with this guy right now to give him something or, or something he wanted to order something or something like that and so it was david mamet and and i had never seen any pictures of him i did, had no idea what he looked like i just knew the name and i knew the work you know and um he, he my dad is like hey, hello sir this is my son and i shook his hand and i said are you david mamet the playwright and he said yeah and I said the stupidest thing. I said, oh, my God, I'm so starstruck right now. And he was such a nice guy. I mean, I was 18 years old, but he was so nice. And it was it was like my first sort of experience with like a celebrity at this shop. And it was the first day at the shop. And it was like just kind of being thrown into the water or something. Because I really loved Glengarry Glen Ross. It was like a big movie for me and stuff. And, you know, I shook his hand. He gave, you know, later on, he gave me a copy of his book, Jatsy and John Henry, and he signed it and stuff. And from ever since then, I have seen actors and actresses and directors and stuff come in and out of this shop. And that's my life. Like, I go, I, I help out in the back. I, I cut, I sew, I do all these things to help my dad for free just to, you know, have a roof over my head and stuff. And, and you know, like actors and actresses and all these people they come in and out of the shop in fact one of the nicest people that i ever met uh was bob saget like he was in right and i had just seen dirty work or i saw dirty work like a few years before that and i really like dirty work i like Artie lang and i like norm mcdonald and stuff and i i think that movie is funny even though i i you know the people involved always kind of you know like because i listen to howard stern and stuff and i love howard stern and you know listening to old bits with Artie and stuff they always talk about that movie like it's not funny but i honestly think it's really funny and i'm a huge norm mcdonald fan and stuff and so bob saget was there and he was about to leave the shop. And I just said to him, hey, Dirty Work is one of the funniest movies ever. And he walked. I've never had a celebrity act like this. But like he, he seemed so pleased that I said that. He walked from the door up to me. And he's like, I have to shake your hand. You're my hero. And so, you know... And he he told me a little bit about, you know, like doing stand up with Norm Macdonald. It was just a magical thing and stuff. It was, it was a great time and stuff. And... You know, so many celebrities, and again, you know, they come in and out, they get their stuff, and, you know, like, lots of people. But one time, uh, one of the people that was always going to the shop from before we bought it, and she was a customer for some time uh, until we moved to another location and stuff, was Jamie Lee Curtis and her husband, Christopher Guest. And I had seen, you know, the Halloween films always freaked me out when I was a kid, but then around like junior high I was able to watch them and sort of get into them and stuff but I really loved the Halloween films and stuff and I loved her as Laurie Strode and stuff and the guy that we bought the uh, business from his name was Ray Montalvo and he was like a really nice guy and he talked like this and he was very boisterous or whatever and for you know personal reasons he had to sell the the shop and stuff and uh you know, he used to say that, yeah, when Jamie Lee comes in, she just takes her clothes off and she doesn't care because she would, you know, we had dressing rooms in the shop, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis would, she was known, you know, f with the employees at the time for just removing her clothing like it was nothing and not 
in any weird way or anything she was just so comfortable she seemed like such a cool person she was just so comfortable that she would just take her shirt off and be like okay give me this one and she would put on the other one and stuff and at that time my father had uh, dreams of me being a salesman and I'm so happy that my father has since abandoned these dreams and he's taught me the art of sewing and making shirts and stuff because now he knows that's really not my bag. That's more my brother's bag and stuff like that. But at the time, you know, now when I go to work, I wear like a like a T-shirt and, and a, a button up shirt. And, you know, I, dress, I don't dress sloppy, but I don't dress like I work out in the front like you do when you're in sales and stuff. But at the time, my again, my father had this vision of me that I would be this sales salesman and uh it didn't needless to say it didn't totally work out but at the time i was working out in the front and i was wearing my little suit and i hated being a salesman i hated working with customers even though now i can now it's not a big deal i i think i have a better attitude about it now and jamie lee curtis comes in and she wants to get some alterations. So she's like, okay, let me try on this. And, you know, like I said, instead of going to the dressing room, she just removed her, her shirt. And uh, I could see for a second she was wearing like a like a see-through bra and i got scared because i'm 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 so you know i'm my father's son my father kind kind of raised me to be a gentleman so i don't want to like stand out and like just look at her her lady parts and stuff that's so rude and so and then the other thing is when i was younger whenever i would see like female nudity i would kind in person i would kind of be so happy that i would my lip would quiver like i would almost cry and so i see her you know take her shirt off and i got so scared and overwhelmed because i don't want to seem lecherous or anything and so i went to the back and I, my mom was in the back and i said mom i can't i can't go out there and she's like why and i said because she's she's took her clothes off i can't i can't let me stay here and then my mom was like don't be silly go back out there and i said no 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 i'm staying here and so i hid in the back and 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 waited for her to leave because i just didn't want to seem like you know it's laurie strode it's it's Laurie effing Strode from from Halloween. It's Michael Myers's sister. I'm not gonna stand there like a creepo and stare. No, she's a customer, and 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 even though we, she hasn't been a customer for a while, that's why I feel okay telling this story. I uh, I did what any gentleman would do. I ran away, which I do many many times, and that's the. Uh, that's the Jamie Lee Curtis story. There are many, many more celebrity stories in my pocket, and I will save them all for special days. I have a story about this person and that person and every person, and they're all delightful, and all of my stories are great. And so I hope that this podcast episode, even though we weren't able to talk about Into the Badlands, I hope this makes up for it. I hope whoever listens to it uh, checks out Pieces and checks out Sleepaway Camp and checks out Tales from the Dark Side. And I hope you go see Your Name, which is being released by Funimation. And I hope, you know, speaking of the, the DVDs, I hope you, you buy the Pieces DVD from Shout Factory. And I hope you buy the... Wait... No, wait, the Sleepaway Camp DVD Blu-ray is from Shout Factory, and the uh, Pieces uh, Blu-ray is from Grindhouse Releasing. I hope you get those, and those are really great Blu-ray companies. And I hope you see your name, and you really enjoy it, and I hope you tear up, even though I didn't, but I was tempted. And I hope you you get the soundtrack and you, of, of your name, and, and you hear the beautiful piano music music downloaded illegally, and I listen to on repeat when I am writing. And I hope... 
if there's one takeaway you take from the from the Jamie Lee Curtis story, I hope you just take this away that she's an she's a cool person and she's so comfortable in her own skin she just removes her clothes and i another takeaway from that is that nas red is such a gentleman that when women take their clothes off in front of him he cries and runs away so i think that's the show so uh follow me on twitter at mr nas red follow me on instagram at mr nas red email me at nas podcast at gmail.com and visit me at nas for all of your nas red needs and please do like share and subscribe on itunes and leave me a beautiful review and buy a wild seven productions t-shirt 10 percent of the proceeds go to children incorporated and also i opened up the for- there's a forum now on my website so if any of you guys want to talk about movies or, or just sort of you know, build the redhead community and talk about movies and post and be trollish or be stupid or be whatever. Uh, come on down. But if I don't like what you're posting, I will delete it. I'm warning you. Goodbye, my... I'm sorry we couldn't review Into the Badlands friends. I love you. Bye.